Ladies, we all have different symptoms that time of the month. For me, my energy level happens to just dip insanely and I just feel a little down, you know, a little sluggish. And so I'm happy to share Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, and they are dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And so here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. So, Hormone Harmony is for any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances, and it's perfect for symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep, and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas when you have no desire to get in bed next to someone if you know what I mean, and also hot flashes and night sweats if you happen to be going through menopause. It's really great for women with menopause. So yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of these things and for a limited time you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code MAGIC at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code magic for 15% off today. Your hormones will thank you. Okay, this is pretty awesome. So if you are into science-backed products when it comes to your health, your gut health, but also woman-owned products, I must introduce you to Equilibria. I'm so thankful I discovered them this year. I mean, Equilibria, they help you take on your wellness journey knowing that you have a dedicated one-on-one -on -one support to help you achieve your goals. So it's not like you're just taking a pill mindlessly. You actually get one-on-one -on -one support. That's awesome. And their signature product, which is EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense, it comes in a convenient three-in-one capsule form. And so this is specifically formulated to bolster digestive health and fortify gut barrier protection, among other benefits. And we know that a balanced gut not only enhances our immunity, but also contributes to our overall mental well-being and our quality of sleep, of course, having efficient digestion and even radiant skin. But what distinguishes Equilibria's probiotic supplement is its meticulous selection, which is tailored to women's health needs. And of course, like I said, science-backed, and they're also ensuring affordability without compromising potency. And as someone who once struggled pretty severely with gut health issues for years, I intensified my focus on gut health in I'd say around 2020 and I'm thrilled to have recently discovered these products this year as of course they're backed by research for women's well-being they're women-owned and they support overall microbiome health warding off harmful bacteria and enhancing our nutrient absorption so head to myeq.com and use code magic for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more that's myeq.com and use code magic at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. Hello and Jaima, Jaima yummies. 
it's Raquel and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul-expanding and heart-opening podcast. This episode is brought to you by Skillshare and Uncommon Goods. We love them. More on them and their special offers in the midst of the episode and in the show notes. What an empowering year we've had. What a wild year dare I say wild, and also dare I say magical, very magical year we've had. I'm so thankful for the amazing guests, roster of guests we've had, mostly women by the way. I did have a lot of solos this year, more than normal, but this year when it comes to guests, we mostly had women on the show and I want to highlight them. Of course, we also had some amazing men, but for this end of the year segment, there's a reason I want to highlight the women of the show and bring light to their messages where they reminded us of soul truths and standing in our truth and living from the heart and trusting and surrendering and unleashing our own magic. So this is part one of the magic. And if something resonates deeply with you and you receive chills or you feel a strong pull towards a message in a unique fashion, remember it, pocket it in your mind or in your heart for a reason, maybe even take notes because it's either going to be a message that likely heals something from the past or may even open you up to something for your future or in your future that helps you in that moment. So keep whatever really resonates with you in mind or in heart. And it likely as well is something you need to know or be reminded of in your present. Also, I want to emphasize that these amazing women I'm highlighting are shared in no particular order whatsoever. And so this will be part one, and I hope that you enjoy. And I might as well say, I mean, since we're doing a wrap-up of amazing messages from Your Own Magic's past... I might as well myself do a little tarot. Well, actually an oracle deck. I just want to pull one card and read its message. And I actually already pulled the card during the full moon and I want to share it with you for the podcast. And what is interesting is this is a card. Begins with one word, a very ethereal word, but it happens to be a triggering word for my human and my human's experience as a child in a specific church where they use this word to make you feel like you have to live a certain way to go to this certain level of kingdom as this word is celestial and you had to live a certain reverence and righteousness in order to progress and move to the certain kingdom when you die. And though I'm not saying that's not true, it's simply just something something that didn't resonate with me as I'm somebody who is like, I want to live life on my terms. <laughs> Actually, there's more to it than that. I'm just simplifying. But it was a triggering word to read when I pulled this Oracle deck. And I hear it often and it doesn't usually trigger me, but for some reason it did this time. And I was like, oh, you are trying to see something from your childhood, from your past and let that go. And as I read this tarot, everything became so much clearer. And what's beautiful is that my approach to the full moon was to simply let go of the past and surrender to what is. And this was a nice reminder of another piece of my past to simply just let go of no need to hold on to this pain. That is simply a word that triggers a piece of my past that makes me feel like somebody else is trying to control my life. 
And it's one of the most beautiful words in the English language. I mean, celestial, I, I love the sound of the word celestial. And so it's interesting how some of the most beautiful words can still trigger us, even given our childhood. Like I remember, I think it was this year, Brie had an emphasis on the word reverence in her episode. And that's another triggering word for me, given my past in a certain church. And so it's just wild that certain words can still trigger pieces of us, our inner child in some way. And it was beautiful to make peace with that during the full moon, especially given what the card meant. And also, if you listen to the full moon episode, you had an idea already of how I was approaching that moon. I simply said, I want to let go of the past and surrender to what is as I invite and welcome something new, a beautiful gift to look forward to, to feel into, manifest a next reality. I've had many beautiful realities, but it's exciting to manifest the next reality, which might I add, I just manifested something amazing that I've been asking for for a long time, and I'm sure I can share it sometime next year as well. Yeah, it's just so exciting to look forward to that and be so happy with your present as well as we let go of the past and surrender to what is. To be honest, this card I pulled only confirmed it, and so I was like, I have to share this with the listeners, with the Yomis. I have to share this with my soul family. So you can share this message and this amazing confirmation with me. So this card is called Celestial Rose of Ma. I'm just going to read the last paragraph of this card from the Rumi Oracle deck of Alana Fairchild. And it says, whatever your thorns are or have been, be willing to deal with them, to face them. And most importantly, to release them without any shred of doubt, shame, guilt, or recrimination, beloved. They have served, and now their purpose has been completed. The celestial rose of Ma promises a gift worth so much more than any pain you are holding on to. So release to receive now. And listen to this. Can you sense the dew-soft petals, and luscious fragrance opening to you now. So, so beautiful. I know I've pulled this card with friends or whoever else before, and I always felt triggered with seeing that word, but I would never share it. And it's nice to share it and let it out and vent it to the world. And so thank you for listening, and I hope that the message of this beautiful oracle made you feel a little something in some way. Ooh, I also need to mention that I have a special offer for new Your Own Magic members for the one-time purchase of $22.22. This is a new year special one-time purchase for the website at yourownmagic.life, not .com, not .com. Remember, yourownmagic.life, the membership site full of meditations, journalings and other offerings from me so if you feel the nudge to listen to my meditations it is there for 22.22 usd by the way 22 dollars 22 cents usd a new year's special 
as we enter 2022. And I'm recording more for the new year, which has been so fun. So that will be out very soon too. I'll let you know when that is. And when it's out, feel free to perhaps get your membership then. But right now there's still many meditations up there, among other things. So I hope that you enjoy. Also, happy birthday to my favorite man in the entire world. The strongest man I know and also the man with the biggest heart I know and the wisest human I know. My dad, he's 77, born December 20th in 1944. And he has lived a life. And if I have any ounce of wisdom, part of it I believe is from him. (laughs) Indeed. And so, happy birthday to my amazing father who I love so, so, so much. I wish I was with him. I love that man so much. Anyway, speaking of amazing fathers, the first message we'll hear from is from Sage Dyer and Serena Dyer Pisoni. Ooh. Talk about women who carry their father's wisdom. In fact, I am holding their book, their signed copy of The Knowing Right Now, 11 Lessons to Understand the Quiet Urges of Your Soul. Ooh, their father, Dr. Wayne Dyer, is one of my greatest inspirations, and I do continue to revisit his work from time to time, and so to be honest, this has been one of the greatest honors of my work to talk to his daughters who continue to live his legacy in their own way and in their own light. They're amazing, so lovely, and so we're starting off listening to their wisdom. So now you know who's coming right up, but I'll surprise you with everyone else, all the other empowering women. Anyway, I think it's time to get on with the show. Let's get on with the show, shall we? And now, I believe it is time to let the magic begin with these magic messages from Empowering Women, part one. Sage Dyer and Serena Dyer Pisoni. Well, our dad used to tell a story about choosing sooner. And I remember in the early days after my dad passed away, when I was really in the grief and I was um, constantly going to this place of like, just losing myself in the grief. And then I would have this thought of just call dad, he'll make it better. And then um, you know, recognizing that you would never do that again. And, and all these feelings are normal and natural. And I'm, you know, when you're feeling those, I think it's important to feel them. But for me, it came to a point where I was like, I can't keep doing this to myself, because I was in this cycle of just breaking down all the time, and stuck in thoughts of, you know, never again, and um, all the never agains, all the should haves, all the could haves, what if I had been there with him, I was having dreams like that, where I was rescuing him just in time, things like that. It wasn't helping me. It wasn't serving me. And it certainly wasn't bringing me peace. Um, I So I remember I had a moment where that was happening again. And I thought, okay, Sage, you can't keep doing this. You've got to start to uh, change the way you're looking at this. And I, I said, you can't call dad, but you have a lifetime of knowing him. What would he say to you if you could talk to him right now? And I felt like I felt my dad in that moment say to me, um, you know, you could either make this the worst thing that ever happened to you. And you can uh, go on thinking all these fear-based thoughts and never agains and should haves on and on, or you could uh, choose to see this as an opportunity to grow and an opportunity to foster this relationship with me. And 
was the first time that I started having thoughts like that. And I, in that moment, uh, remembered this story that he used to tell on stage. And I had just been with him for the three weeks before he passed away. And he was, we were traveling in Australia and New Zealand. He was on a tour and I was with him. And so I had heard him speak so much in the three weeks leading up to, he passed away 48 hours after I got back from that trip. And, um, he would tell this story about choose sooner, which was just a quick story about a man whose son was off at war in a battle. And um, he got a knock on his door one morning and they were there to tell him that his son had died in battle. And he, um, he was, so they left and that night he went into the town and he went to a party and he went dancing and some of the all the neighbors knew what had what he had learned that day. And um, one one of his neighbors, a woman, went up to him and said, "I don't understand how you could be out dancing at this party when you've just learned that your son died just this morning." And he said, "Sooner or later, I'm going to have to move on from this, or it's going to kill me. It's going to be the death of me. I'm just choosing sooner." And I remembered that story and thought, you know, I can choose sooner now. And, and I can choose joy now. And it doesn't mean that I choose that and I never look back. And it doesn't mean that, um, that I, you know, that I don't also feel the grief, but it just for me was permission that I could start to choose a different way. You know, this idea that it's a choice, what we've been talking about a lot this whole time, and recognizing that in that moment um, was a big moment for me. And I think it can apply to so many things, not just when you lose somebody and anything, you lose a job or you get bad news, you can choose sooner. There's no prescription for how long you have to stay stuck. My dad always used to say, you're only stuck if you choose to be. So it was a big moment for me. Thank you for sharing that story. So <laughs> <laughs> I would say that just to, just to kind of like, wrap up what Sage was saying, I think one of the things that we say all the time and that we love to say is um, we send you love and all green lights. And it's something that we, when we sign some of the books we sign, and it's something that our dad always said. And it's, it's the idea that when you are in flow, when you are in harmony with your inner knowing, when you are listening to your inner knowing, the universe sends you all green lights it sends you more synchronicities. It's like the right person calls at the right moment. The, a check for the exact amount that you needed appears. And that when you, are, when you are not in harmony with your highest self, which is the part of you that is the truth, which is the part of you that is love, which is the part of you that is forgiveness, kindness, when you are in harmony with that, the universe sends you all green lights. So even if you don't know necessarily um, what it is you want to do or what, what it is you want to become or what it is you want to manifest, you always know how you want to feel. And how you want to feel is, is loved and peaceful and connected. And you have that ability within you. And when you come from that place, you're going to get all green lights. And I don't know if that that really made sense, but it's kind of like this idea that, okay, yeah, because it's kind of like this idea, and we talked about it in the book, that like our dad used to tell us all the time, if you are not generous when you are poor, 
You will not be generous when you are rich because generosity has nothing to do with your circumstances. It has everything to do with your nature. Or as the Tao Te Ching says, the sage is kind to the kind and kind to the unkind because kindness is his nature. And so for me, I guess just to, to you know, end on that note, it's that the idea is that you get to choose what you bring to each situation you find yourself into. Every obstacle and difficult circumstance and difficult relationship, you can still choose the energy that you bring. And ultimately, whatever it is that you bring will determine the outcome of your life. So choose wisely. <laughs> That's... <laughs> I'll tell you what, I can tell you both are indeed extensions of your dad. The way you are so passionate in sharing these messages, it is very apparent. And thank you for sharing these beautiful messages. I have one last question to ask both of you. How would you advise your own magic listeners to create their own magic? I mean, just to pick off on what Serena was just saying, uh, I always like to encourage everyone to take the path of least resistance. And that comes from, um, there's a line in the, the song, I Hope You Dance by Leanne Womack. Yes. I was once listening to it from my dad, with my dad. And he said, I agree with every single line in this song, except one. Can you figure out which one? And um, afterwards, I don't think I figured it out. But he told me that in there, she says, I hope you never settle for the path of least resistance. Uh, and he said, you know, I love this song. I love everything she says, but you should always take the path of least resistance because when the universe is offering you resistance, it's there for a reason. It goes kind of in line with what we were talking about before, this idea of surrendering, which is not giving up. It's just, it's like saying yes to the universe. It's, you know, so paying attention to when you're in the flow, like Serena was saying, when you're getting all green lights, that's the path of least resistance. Also paying attention to those times when you're not in the flow, because all of us have those times as well. And when you find yourself in that situation, you know, we write a lot about in the book, like different things we do to get back into the flow. But one of them is pausing and saying, okay, what's going on here? What am I trying to push that isn't right for me? Because I think that often the universe has this grander plan for us. And, and the universe wants to give us what we are wanting, but it doesn't always give it to you in the package that you imagined it will come in. So be open to the idea that there's either a grander plan or a different packaging um, at all times, because I think you have to remember this daily. I mean, it's not like I, I, I haven't fixed my mind to always be there. I'm constantly reminding myself, go with the flow, go with the flow. Don't resist. I mean, in being a mother in, in this career that we have, the timing of this baby that is on the way for me, just mm -hmm. go with the flow because it's all working perfectly. Yes. 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 And isn't it wild? Speaking of the baby for two seconds, your baby knows when he's coming out. He knows. Right. And so it's just letting go. Of I that. wish you would tell me. I know. I know. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's why we so often say, we, you know, we send you all green lights. It's like in our limited ability to, to wish something for somebody else, we wish you, we wish you to row, row, row your boat. So you do it yourself gently down the stream. We wish you 
going with the flow gently on yourself with forgiveness and compassion and love, but going in the direction of all the green lights, because that is the path that is available to you. That nursery rhyme has a new meaning now. (laughs) (laughs) Our dad used to say that to us. (laughs) Of course he did. Of course he did. With us having little kids, you know, we say that all the time. And every time I say it, I think, God, this is like a, this is like there's meaning to life in this little nursery rhyme. So anyway. It's not funny is how that, how that happens, especially with the nursery rhymes that we grew up with as children and you carry on to your other children. It's like, there's these little messages, these nuggets of wisdom, these insights in some of them, many of them that we end up really learning later on in yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Totally. For my fellow creative and curious souls and lifelong learners, I'm sure you're well aware of Skillshare and they have a special offer for the Euro Magic List. So for those who don't know, however, Skillshare offers thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people on topics including illustration, design, creative writing, photography, video, fine art, freelancing, and entrepreneurship, and more. So for 2022, I figured why not transition into 22 discovering a new skill or expanding in a skill that you're already passionate about or even for the holidays gifting someone you love with a Skillshare membership and trying Skillshare for free for a month with our offer at Skillshare.com slash your own magic and Skillshare is offering many valuable and sought after classes such as unlocking your potential five exercises to build creative confidence with Emma Gannon and also a creative writing class on crafting personal essays and impact with Roxanne Gay along with specific classes like this YouTube success class script shoot and edit with MKBHD with Marquise Brownlee and so much more so whether you are a dabbler or a pro or a hobbyist or a master you indeed are a creative and that is why skill Skillshare has classes for every level. They have short lessons, hands-on projects, and classes designed for real life. And so that way you can tap into your creativity in various ways. And Skillshare helps you move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold, create real projects, and get the support of fellow creatives so you can accomplish real growth. (laughs) That's nice. They keep you accountable. Explore your creativity with skillshare.com slash your own magic where our listeners get a one month free trial of premium membership that's one month free at skillshare.com slash your own magic and it may be a nice gift for a creative friend as well anyway on with the show sahara rose I think a lot of people are stuck in that they have a lot of different ideas and they don't know which one to do and they don't want to do the wrong one and end up in the wrong place and regretting it. So they're trying to figure it all out. But in this trying to figure it out, it's like almost like the mind keeps like finding another layer and another layer. So it's like, they're like not quite fully taking action into what it is that they need to be doing. They're just really in the, 
they're just trying to think it through. And the thing is, you're never going to be able to create the step-by-step plan for your Dharma. Like you're never going to be able to create like the like 12 step, like 30 day money back guarantee thing. And I think a lot of people are showing up like, oh, once I have it all figured out, then I'll do it. And they're keeping their life on hold. And then they're creating all of these excuses as to why, you know, my, my, my kids, my family, my, this, my, that, and you know, they're all real for sure. But they're feeling more responsible to other people's well-being than they are to their own. And inside of them, they know that they will have this regret if they, the more time they waste, the more of this like regret they'll have of why didn't I do it sooner? So I'm feeling like they need this like, like energetic, like ushering, like I'm picturing this, like, like, this like broom behind them. It's like, go along, like you're safe, like take action, like do the thing, like hit publish, put it on Etsy. Yeah. I'm seeing Etsy stores. I don't know. A lot of people have Etsy stores. And then I think a lot of people too, they don't want to like, oh, here it is. They're afraid of overworking. A lot of people are afraid of if I actually do my Dharma, I'm going to have to work so hard and I'm going to live a life that I don't want. So they're not doing it because, and they're saying, oh, it's because I'm scared. It's because I'm this. It's actually because they're afraid of overworking. So they don't want to, because maybe they've seen other people do that. They don't want to do that. So again, it's that reminder for them that like overworking burnout can only really happen when you're doing something that's out of alignment with your Dharma. When you're in alignment with your Dharma, you feel more energy, more, more fluidity, more drive. It doesn't feel like a struggle anymore, but because we haven't experienced that, most of us, we don't know what that feels like. So we're used to work being exertion, being a diminishment, being a loss, a loss of quality of life, a loss of time with my families, a loss of time with my kids. It's a loss. And I don't want to try to do this purpose thing and actually lose out on my life. That's what it is. So they're feeling like it's like a, either get to enjoy my life or like live my purpose. How do I do both? And it's, it's actually both. So them realizing it, And the only way they'll realize it is to begin taking the action steps. And I'm feeling like a lot of them are super like, fuck, like, I don't even know where to start. So I would, I would actually for them write down like dates, like write down what it is I want to get done and like give themselves dates and like, imagine like your spirit guides gave you like, okay, Ashley, by April 1st, this book's going to be published. So what do I need to do by March 1st? What do I need to do by February? What do I need to do by next week? Give yourself dates. I'm feeling like a lot of people could really benefit from more like structure, more like systems and more like holding themselves through the process. And then when they have that, more of that creative energy can come through, but it's really to drop the idea that like, I'm going to lose myself in all of the work and I'm not going to have time to live a great life if I'm living my purpose, but actually see that the only way I can live my greatest life is by living my purpose. Why do I feel like you were also, when you were channeling this collective, I must be part of this collective because there were so many pockets and then you're like, I don't know, uh, I don't know. <laughs> we, you know, we all, we all are, but I think your voice and your podcast, like I can really feel the frequency of the listener mm-hmm. and it's like, it's a distinct frequency and it's like, it's like that person who's like, I'm feeling like a lot of like 
tarot readers, a lot. Of, and I'm also, here's another hint I'm getting that a lot of them aren't trusting their own spiritual ability. So they're hiding behind modalities. Mm-hmm. Like instead of them owning, I'm a fucking channel. They're like, I'm a tarot reader. Or instead of them owning, I'm a healer. They're like, I work with crystals. It's like, no, it's you. You are the crystal. You are the channel. So it's owning that and not hiding behind a modality. Well, no wonder it's, first of all, major chills, because this has been part of my writings for others, because, you know, I stepped out of this a while ago, but I have shared this message through the podcast many times in a variety of different ways, but the way that you just articulated it, spot on, spot on. Mm, It's fun. Like we've been on here for like fucking two hours. I'm like, let's keep going for (laughs) two more. Like that is that level of devotion, of energy, of passion is there for every person. It's just finding that thing that makes you feel alive. And that like is my greatest wish for humanity, especially for 2021. You know, 2020 was massively the year of like getting rid of what no longer serves us, looking at the cobwebs, clearing them out. But now we can look at how much energy do I want to use destroying and how much energy do I want to use creating? And if you're here, you're even attracted to this conversation. You're even two hours into this conversation. <laughs> like you're here to create girl. Like you are here to be part of the volunteers to bridge the new paradigm. So it's like reclaim that energy and focus on making the world that you want to be a part of. Because when, you know, the city's burned down and what's left, they're going to be like, wait, so what are the new schools going to be? And what are the new healing modalities going to be? And like, what do we eat? And it's us who have been working these years who are going to have those solutions for people. I feel like you just answered the last question that I've asked you many times before. And I asked all the Euro magic guests that might as well add to it. How would you advise the Euro magic listeners to create their own magic? Mm. Trusting that their dreams are dreaming them back. And that the only reason why they are there is because it's part of their Dharma. I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. (laughs) And so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive, hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E, Medics. Thrive Cosmetics and Bigger Than Beauty Skincare are not just makeup brands, they're a whole vibe. They're all about empowering us to rock our confidence, and when you support them, we are helping other communities thrive. Their stuff is not only easy to use, but no nasties, zero parabens, sulfites, phthalates. They are 100% vegan and cruelty-free. Let's talk lashes. Thanks to Thrive's liquid lash extensions, I must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush. It adds lengths, there are no clumps, and also guess what? It slides right off with warm water, so no raccoon eyes here. And I appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer, stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time. And it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to 
lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Gabrielle Bernstein. Just to take your hands off the wheel through prayer. And a prayer can be an intention, it can be a prayer, it can be whatever you call it, but it's setting the intention to allow a presence beyond your own to guide you. Because when you're trying to control something, your will is in the way. And one of the fastest ways to surrender is to surrender your will, to say, thank you universe for revealing to me what I need to know. Thank you universe for releasing me of my need to control. Thank you universe for leading me towards what is of the highest good for all. Any one of those prayers is a pathway to surrender because it gets you out of your need to control and into the surrendered state of allowing. Beautifully said, mic drop. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) This one's from Leah or Leah.baby asks, what advice would she give to herself in her 20s? I would tell myself to (laughs) chill the fuck out and stick around (laughs) for the miracles. Amen. Absolutely. Um, And this is from Mindy underscore Balti asks, how to heal after a breakup of a long-term relationship? We're going all over the place, but I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. Um, Well, I would say read my book, Spirit Junkie. I think that would be a really valuable book for anyone that's going through a breakup uh, because it helps you really connect to a spiritual relationship. And so when you have this hole of feeling like you're missing this human relationship, that the 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 greatest way to uh, never have to fill that hole again is by really filling yourself up with a spiritual connection. And when you are living in that fullness of that spiritual connection, you can feel complete in or out of a relationship. Oh, beautiful. So true. This is from – I already did that one. Oh, this is from Souls. KD or Soul SKD asks, how do you connect with your, oh, we already, we already did this one, Soul SKD, but now you know how you connect with your guides. Okay. So this is from Isabella BB asks, how do you find your voice? How do you find your voice? You, your voice doesn't need to be found. It needs to be released. We all have the voice of truth really, really begging to come through. We just have to get out of the way. And I can understand during an era where it feels like everybody is shouting from the rooftops to be heard, to be seen, because that's ultimately what we may want to feel, to know that you have that. It's just innately in you and just release it. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's right. Beautiful. And this one, oh, I like this one. This is from Happy Grady. What is your favorite thing about being a mama? Hmm. My favorite thing. My favorite thing is when my son is like really cuddly and just wants to uh, like co-regulate. So like if he's if he's like 
needing me or he's having a meltdown or he is cuddly. But in all those instances, I can physically and emotionally feel the that my energy has the ability to re- help regulate his mm-hmm. and that I have I don't want to use the power because it's not a power thing but it, I have the the presence to help him become more at peace and it's just such a beautiful gift to recognize how the energy can commingle in a very positive way mm. Oliver right mm-hmm. he's so lucky to have you I'm so lucky to have him. He's oh. my, my greatest teacher. He's so such a cool dude. Of course. Oh, I can't wait to be a mama. Okay. Do you have time for a short, short random fire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Fuck yeah. Yeah, same. Uh, sage or Palo Santo, if any? Palo Santo. All right. Favorite crystal, if any? Mm, quartz. Rose quartz. Yeah. Favorite place to travel? Australia. Ooh. And then your sun, moon, or rise and rising sign, if you know them. I think I am an Aries moon. I am uh, I'm a Scorpio mm-hmm. with an Aries moon and Sag rising. Amazing. And then favorite TV show, if any? Uh, Shit's Creek. Oh, I have yet to see that one. Girl, you're waiting. You're missing out. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll watch it next. Um, I actually will. So good. Book you're currently reading, if any. I'm reading Nonviolent Communication. Oh, I like the name of that. All right. And then um, would you rather chat with your future self or your past self? Future self. Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. I'd love to talk to my past self and just like really, really care for her, give her a mm. lot of compassion. I talk, actually, no, I would like to talk. I guess I talk to my past self a lot anyway, so maybe maybe my future self because I'm always talking to my past self. Oh, that's beautiful. And I love that you had that like quick pause or reflection. I recently had a conversation with my future self. So what would, what do you think your future self would share with you? Huh. I don't have any idea. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, this is the last question. I've asked you this before, and it's likely going to be completely different. How would you advise the Your Own Magic listeners to create their own magic? To take it easy and have more fun. Ah, oh, yes. To measure your success based on how much fun you're having, not on how much you're doing and creating. Mm. Take it easy and have more fun. Candy Washington. Don't make finding your purpose or having a passion or becoming whatever you want to become a, a chore. You know, it's again, give yourself grace, let yourself off the hook, experiment and play. And because the purpose of all of this is because you think that when you get to X, Y, and Z, you'll be happy and you can enjoy your life. Absolutely. The trick is that you need to be happy and enjoy your life now because the truth <laughs> is the only moment that ever truly exists in this world is this present moment. The moment right here where I am talking to you is the actual only moment that truly exists. The past is the past. You can't go back. The future has not yet come. This is the truly the only moment that we truly have. So don't wait to become or do to be happy and joyful and to enjoy your life. Do it now. 
Mm, absolutely. Make, it, make your intention to do it now. That's another thing I did because I was definitely one of those people that mm. I think happens a lot, especially when you are in an entertainment was I'll be happy when I book this. I'll mm-hmm. be happy when they buy this script. I'll be happy when I'm on this show. I'll be happy when I'm in this movie. I'll be happy when I get to meet these people. I'll be happy when I win this award. When you continuously place your happiness and your joy outside of your present moment, outside of the journey that you are on right now, you will never get there. That they mean by there's no there there. <laughs> no, there's no there there because you'll, you'll just be like, well, then this and this, because think about the people who do have some of those things and how miserable they are. Yeah. So as long as you place, because there, but there are some people who have those things and they are truly fulfilled and happy and joyful because it again goes back to, it's not about the thing. Mm-hmm. It's not about the thing. It's about your relationship to yourself. And it's about what your mindset and thought patterns are about you. Yeah. You say, I am enough right now. Therefore, I'm going to choose to enjoy the journey. I'm going to choose to do a couple of things a day. Like me, I make it a point to do a couple of things a day that are just silly and just bring me joy and happiness. Even if it's just like, I'm just going to eat some cheese right now. It's self-care and it's and detaching from the outcome. It's detaching mm-hmm. from the result and you're going to let it flow to you. It's really about saying, I deserve to be happy now. Yeah. I am enough now. I deserve joy now. And I can let it go. Whether yes. I like it or not, I'm still an actress. Mm-hmm. Whether they buy my script or not, I am still a writer. Yeah. Whether they syndicate my podcast or not, I am still a content creator. Uh-huh. And I am still worthy and deserving. And I'm still enough. And I'm going to enjoy this life because this is the only one like this I will ever get. And I don't know how much of it I have left because no one does. So instead of putting it outside and in the future, I'm going to stop out the noise. I'm not going to give a damn about what anybody else says or thinks. (laughs) I am just going to enjoy my life. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Make the decision to enjoy your life because that is really what it's all about. Your, Your life is meant to be enjoyed. It is. You're meant to be happy. You're meant to love. You're meant to feel. You're meant to cry. You're you're meant to laugh. You you're meant to have heartache and then love again. Like you know what I mean? Like that's is meant to be lived. And your feelings are are meant to be felt very deeply. And and now, not Mm. when if, but now, and that's Mm. really what it's all about. There's no there there. It's only right now. It's mm-hmm. only right now. Because when you get to there, there's going to be another there. And yes. Why Always. you're not happy or you're not enough or you need this. Oh, now I'm an actress. Now I got to get an Oscar. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Whatever it is. It's all and now. then when you get that Oscar, sometimes actually people go – they they start to hit just a, just a moment, just a short wave maybe of depression because they're like – now what? Yeah. That's why it's so important to enjoy the journey. Yeah. And also it's not so much, um, I mean, yes, it's definitely now what, but I also think a part of it is this is it. Mm, I I booked the TV show. This is it. I thought thought the mountains (sighs) were going to move. I thought, 
the, the Red Sea was going to part. Like, I thought it would be different. 1,000%. They get the Oscar and they're like, well, well, this is it. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. And that's like, you know, the dismay sets in and, 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 and that kind of sets in because the truth is life is life and wherever mm. you go, there you are. So it's really about that relationship to yourself and those and the and and intentionally choosing to love yourself, to have fun, and to honor this one and wild life that you have. And be wild with it. Just be wild with it. You know, just make <laughs> mistakes, mess it up, muck it up. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I mean, when I started being like, so what? And who cares? And whatever yeah that's when I Ugh. that's when I started living a joyful life yeah and I you started like, showing up for yourself because I can tell you really show up for yourself and that's something yeah. that is it's hard for a lot of people mm-hmm. yeah it's it's definitely hard because it's also um it's a lot of re recon- reconditioning and reprogramming because yes we're not program well some people are and those people are very lucky and they get but the majority of people are not conditioned to show up for themselves fully we're conditioned Mm -hmm. to be polite we're positioned to not be too loud we're we're conditioned to not be a pain we're conditioned to um always be helpful to accommodate yeah right that's what we're conditioned to be and all of those things are just dimming our own light and they're putting ourselves last on the list absolutely how beautiful it would be if we came out the womb being like your well-being is your best and best is your best and first priority how beautiful would it be if you came out the womb being like your joy and and your happiness is really the only thing you have to worry about your barometer for life isn't um credits and accolades and awards your barometer life is just how do you feel and that's it do you feel good or do you not feel good? How can you feel better? And that's really it. That's oh. really it. What? It's okay to, to love yourself. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people take pride in being self-deprecating. A lot of people yeah. take pride in not liking themselves. And it's yeah. bizarre and weird. But if you think about it, a lot of people do. Yeah. What were you going to oh. say? Sorry. I was going to say what an answer to the question, how do you create your own magic? What an answer. (laughs) Alana Fairchild. I love working with the numbers. And in in fact, there was a period in my life, it was before I wrote the book, uh, Messages in the Numbers, that kind of goes through the various number patterns and what my spiritual interpretation of those is. And I remember at the time, I was seeing them all the time. I felt like it was getting to the point where I was going a bit nuts. And I was like, okay, I have to write this book (laughs) because otherwise (laughs) this is, you know, it was just crazy. It was like everywhere. Um, (laughs) It was so it was sort of like, okay, I feel like I really need to do this, but I love it. It's just, to me, it's, it's playful, you know, it's this beautiful communication that just, and when it's surprising, you know, you don't expect it and you just kind of, oh, I, I still feel it. It's like I flip on my phone, I'm having a thought and there's, an, you know, it's 11-11 yeah. or 
you know, it's three, three, threes everywhere when I'm traveling or, or, you know, the, I still remember at one time I was, oh gosh, it was a long time ago, but I, I still remember it. I had a question about finances. I was a bit concerned about something. And then I, I was at the grocery store and I still remember it was the exact amount was like $44 and 44 cents or something like that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, it just this, it's this beautiful play of communication with the universe. And I think there's something very special about the numbers because we see them, they are there, they're, they're objective in that way. It's not like, you know, for someone seeing a crow or hearing a cockatoo or seeing a white dove or a white feather somewhere, we all might have slightly different interpretations about what that means. But numbers, you know, they're just there. You know, you can't fake an 1111. <laughs> right, right. Also, I have to say that the exact same thing happened to me where I was having a financial situation and I was questioning a lot and I checked out of the grocery store and my total was 4444 and I was like oh <laughs> everything's gonna be uh, just fine it is amazing that exact same thing <laughs> happened to me and now someone's gonna be listening and the same thing's gonna happen to them and if it does they have to let me know <laughs> can share your number stories yeah I think it just gives us this beautiful sense that we are participating and we are we are participating in something within this universe. And I think, you know, for people who are on the fringe of awareness and belief systems, and we are, you know, there's a lot of us, but but we're still a minority. Mainstream consciousness is still very much anchored in that sort of lower vibrational fear and control, power game, blame sort of situation. And and I, I forget sometimes because I don't live in that world and then something will happen on social media and, you know, my beautiful social media angel will say, oh, look, I think you need to write something about this. Have a look at this. And mm-hmm. I look back and I think, are we still doing this? I thought we stopped doing this in the 90s. Like what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're, we're still doing it. So, okay. It's so timeless. <laughs> still happening. <laughs> so we just need to realise that you know, as we evolve and we shift and, and we're unplugging from certain mainstream belief systems, there can be this sort of period of time that we go through where we might feel a little bit like, you know, what's my place? Where do I fit in? You know, am I on my own? Because you might not have a lot of people around you that think in the same way. And I always say to people, you know, like think of the lights on the Christmas tree. They're not all clumped together having a party in one spot. They're spread out so that the whole tree can be illuminated. And it's the same with spiritual lights or you can think of street lights, you know. It'd be great if they're all having a cup of coffee on one corner, fun for them, but (laughs) terrible for everyone else. So (laughs) they need to be spread out. And I think, you know, just having the sense of numbers or the ways that you connect, like the work that you're doing, with podcasting, it's so important because it helps us feel that connection, sort of the invisible wires, the spiritual wires that connect us and that we're not alone. And so there's something really beautiful when you have that kind of number play and you realise that the universe is, is with me, you know, the divine is with me and it really is. Like I know there are times when we feel alone and we feel weird and we don't fit in and and we're so sort of outside of the mainstream consciousness of where things feel safe because that is part of mainstream consciousness. It's not real, by the way, that things are more safe in that. It's not real at all. But part of the delusion of mainstream consciousness is if you stick with the herd, you're safer. And it's just, it's a kind of biological kind of evolutionary kind of thing that eventually 
you know, you do outgrow spiritually because you realize that if you want to evolve into your, if let's say, divine feminine authenticity and fulfill your heart and, and you crave the freedom that your spirit knows that is your essence, your nature, like you sort of can't help yourself at one point. You think, gosh, I know this is going to have some challenges and this is going to be more difficult in a way, but there's a sweetness that I'm evolving towards and that I'm hungry for and I really have to experience it and I can't experience it if I stay in that kind of denser vibration. So I have to take the journey. And I I think we just, we need to honour it and we need to know that it's more safe to do that, funnily enough, because you're in your authenticity. And when you're in your authenticity, you're in your empowerment. And when you're in your empowerment, your spiritual vibration is stronger. And when that's stronger, it's much, much easier to perceive guidance, to attract in what you need. It just doesn't have to go through so many obstacles. And it's not even about some humans are loved more or more spiritual than others. That's all nonsense. You know, we're all the same essence, but it's just, it's so much mechanically, it's easier. There's less impediment in the way. And I think with any kind of sort of stress about certain things in your life, whether it's financial or whether it's uh, emotional or relationship or anything really, you know, I'm such a big believer because this has been my experience. Spirit is so practical. So anything you want to heal and change, just ask and you'll be shown. There's so much grace. We don't have to beg for enlightenment. It's like (laughs) the whole universe wants your fulfilment, like wants your happiness and your liberation. I mean, what a beautiful belief system to be in that you have all these forces conspiring for you not against you so beautifully said alana again truth bumps galore right now (laughs) oh man there's so much little nuggets to point at as well like i want to mention that i love that you talk about how we are so unique that we don't have to in fact it's best if we don't try to be part of the herd. Maybe it does call to some people. I don't know. But it also has been a challenge of mine, strangely. But then I also, at the same time, have way more grace and peace and ease with not being somebody that's super active on social media. Mm. Though at the same time, we're also in this society where it's always, it's like, you have to post Instagram, you have to do this. At times, it can be a little challenging for me. But at the same time, in the long run, I really am honoring myself. Yes. And that inner knowing that it's okay that I'm not as active as others, if that makes sense. Oh, it does. I love that you've said that because I think this is really important. And and this is the interplay of the masculine and the feminine. And, And I think if we can see that for what it is, it makes it easier to navigate. And this applies for not only for those that are wanting to make their mark as, you know, light lights and um, spiritual guides and, and teachers because I imagine there'll be a number of those that are listening to this but it's also just for those that want to navigate their life with some kind of inner integrity that honors the soul and and so I, I just want to say like the the whole thing around technology and social media and it's such a big part of our lives now in the modern world and for me that energy is like the masculine spiritual light in the sense that it's just always on. It's, you know, that's its nature. And spirit's like that, you know, not the soul, but spirit is like that. It's always on. It's never fatigued. It's always there. That's why a lot of people, if they are, 
you know, particularly creative or um, spiritually oriented types and they can burn out um, because there's, there's so many ideas. Like I don't have the human capacity to bring through all of the ideas that I have from spirit. It's just it's not actually possible um, and that's fine. I don't mind that because spirit is infinite and the time that we have on earth and the way that we work with the body is very different. It's not a linear always on energy but it doesn't mean it's bad like that how amazing you know that's an astonishing thing that the the masculine kind of consciousness and this is not about men and women this is just about masculine feminine kind of um at a spiritual level at an energetic level at an archetypal level it's always on that's its nature so okay so we kind of put that in a bubble and say okay that's what that is and then we look at the feminine which is the body the earth and the soul and that has seasons. It's organic. The wisdom lessons, the teachings for that are from nature. So we look at nature. She thrives and she creates, but she's not always midsummer. She's not. She couldn't live with that. She creates an energy field around the planet to deal with the light from the sun. And she moves and rotates so that the light can actually shift and she has then day and night and she has seasons and this is what supports life. So the feminine teaching is, okay, we need light. We need that kind of masculine, we need spirit, but we have to learn how to balance that always on energy in such a way that life flourishes. Otherwise, you know, the body will burn out. You'll end up with exhaustion. You won't want to do your work anymore because you'll just be too tired or you'll never be able to fulfill all the demands or whatever it is. And, you know, and you lose balance, you lose connection with your authentic kind of presence within the body. And so that the interplay is this dance. It's like, well, how do I work with both of those? And it, you have to always, I think, for well-being and especially in the modern world where there is this pull towards the masculine, we have to be able to handle that with wisdom, see its benefit. There's a lot of benefit. I mean, you're working with the masculine when you do these um, podcasting, you're putting that energy out. It's amazing. You're moving beyond time and space and you're sharing something with a lot of people. That has value. But if you try to do it all the time and you didn't give yourself time to sleep and you didn't give yourself time to meditate or just to switch off mm -hmm. and, I don't know, Netflix mm -hmm. and chill or whatever it is for you that <laughs> you need to do, then your spiritual path wouldn't happen because your soul wouldn't grow. The soul needs downtime. It needs winter. It's it's an organic being. So, you know, feeling that you balance the the demands of mainstream culture that just wants to always kind of worship the masculine and realise the masculine has a place and it has value, but it, its best value and its best functionality is when it honours the feminine. And, and it's kind of like we don't always see, unless we've been very lucky and maybe being raised in a, a household, for example, or, or have friends around us that have really functional um, kind of male-female dynamics in a relationship, whether it's gay, straight or otherwise, doesn't matter, but the energies work well. Unless we see that, you know, I know divorce is high, there can be friction and conflict and so maybe we haven't necessarily seen what the healthiest and most functional form of that energy exchange looks like. So we have to create it, we have to figure it out for ourselves. And the masculine is so much stronger um, in technology and, and so much more widely available through that, that we just have a job to do that we probably didn't really have in the same way previously, you know, in different societies. Modern society is a unique challenge. And I think inherent in, in that challenge is a tremendous capacity for spiritual growth. As I said, it's an amazing time mm -hmm. to be alive. It's really, <laughs> you might not seem like it sometimes, but it's incredibly blessed. Like if you're alive yeah. at this time, you have very good karma. 
you really do because the progress you can make um, at this particular phase in in humanity especially with everything that's been happening health-wise and politically is just it's it's incredible weren't these messages so worth remembering wow these women are amazing they are so powerful and i feel more empowered after talking with them and it's nice to remember their voices and their messages and it's nice to store what they have to say in our memory box especially if we need to pull it out for whenever we need it anyway don't forget thursday part two is coming out with more amazing messages from these magical women who came on the show in 2021 of course i'm sure that i'll have some else something else from the heart to share in the introduction but till then jai ma Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.